I did mention to you yesterday that I thought that the market would process the inflation data and then realize that actually the pump is going to come. And look what happened. It's exactly what I said yesterday when we were here and we were live. Uh, Bitcoin was at 21,600, 21,700 or somewhere around there. And then bang, the market actually realized today we went all the way up to 22,950. And it looks like the pump continues. We've got to respect the pump because the pump is continuing. There are still, though, a lot of people that are not respecting the pump, that, are, that don't believe this pump. Okay, So this is a video specifically made for people who don't believe this pump. Because I think if you don't start believing this pump, if you don't start respecting the pump, then I think you're going to get left behind. So that's what we're going to talk about this time. Fuck out of bed, bitch, go. Because you got one comment here that says, can we get rid of this song? It's so well, it's so played. And then we got another one that says, best intro song ever. And it's literally one comment after another comment. I, I really don't know what to do. I really don't, we don't know what to do. Anyway, listen, if you're here, let's get the people who don't respect the pump to watch the show. Because as I said to you, there are some people who still don't, unfortunately, respect the pump. Okay, so we need to get them to watch the show. If you're here, I know that you respect the pump. Um, Gonza, I know you respect the pump. Nick Parr, I know you respect the pump. See, you respect the pump. Stefan Root, you definitely respect the pump. You also respect the song. Um, call Sheldon Ilkapas. No, Sheldon respects the pump. Sheldon respects the pump. It's very, very, very important that you respect the pump. We've discussed this because... Uh, it's Ivan says it always gets respect the pump. Uh, I respect the pump in all assets. Why? Because it's kind of like karma. You know, the power of the pump always comes back to you if you respect the pump of other people. It's it's crazy, but I have this belief that whatever pumps you have to pay respect. Because otherwise, if you like, oh my god, this 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 scam coin, this scam coin is pumping again. Actually, you are kind of rejecting. You're rejecting the pump from your life. Maybe it's a bit out there, you know, woo woo, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got to believe in something. And I do believe in the power of the pump. It's kind of like, you know, let the pump be with you. I went to bed yesterday. I told you guys on Twitter. I told you guys on Twitter, uh, good night and let the pump be with you. Okay. This is how I see. Uh, it's, it's like this force. It's like this force that is all around us. And if you are, if you are really inviting the pump into your life, it will come. So the pump always gets respect the pump. I respect the pump. Respect the pump. And today, when when you, it's the last time that you tweet, you must just say good night and respect the pump, and then we'll get the pump to continue. The more we believe to respect the pump, the better. By the way, Ivan is streaming again, and we we like we like Ivan very much. Very good streamer. So if you don't watch his streams, go and watch his streams. Um, he's really good. It's not pump. It's not pump. It's pump. P A M P. It's respect the pump. So listen, if you do respect the pump, tell me in the comments that you are respecting the pump. 
Um, otherwise, if you're new to the channel, subscribe to the channel. We are the fastest growing channel in terms of subscribers out of the main channels at the moment. Um, oh, we haven't heard much honor for a long time. James, do we still have much honor? Let's find much honor, much honor. Oh, much honor. Much appreciation. You all laughed. You all laughed at me. Well, I have to say, you're not laughing now, are you? They all laughed at us, but they're not laughing now because we respected the pump. All right, listen, let's get the show on the road. Like this content, help us get out there. Tell us in the comments if you are one of the people that actually respected the pump. Um, and if you, if, uh, and, but when you say pump in the comments, say pump, P A M P. It's not pump. Pump is what you do to your car tires. This is a pump. It's a pump. So, res do you or do you not respect the pump? Let me know if you are a respecter of the pump. Someone says, stop those stupid polls. Listen, we had, we had to, to, ha to have fun and to make money with our community. Um, so yeah, exactly. We we are the pampers. We are the pampers. All right, let's look at the markets. So I did tell you yesterday that I thought the market needed to respond to the inflation numbers differently. And I, I told you yesterday that I think over time, the market is going to realize what we realized that actually the inflation numbers were very, very, very good. And as a result of that, we thought that the market, the, the specifically the crypto market needed to get a pump. So we got the pump. And I think what's going to happen now, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm no Nostradamus, but I think that what we're going to do now is we're going to this 24,235. I think that's the next level. We have challenged this 22,750. I think we're going to break through it. And I think the next level is to go to the previous high, which is 24,235. This is where I'm looking for. Once that happens, we go to 25,200. And then once we get through 25,200, there's literally air between 25,200 and then 28,149 and 32,000. So I like this momentum. I really like this momentum. Uh, someone said, respect the death cross. The death cross is historical. So I'm not, I'm not really one that's looking at historical. I'm looking at, at current trends. Um, the one chart that I am watching, which will invalidate a lot of this, is this Dixie on the weekly. So you see the Dixie on the weekly is now at a very, very, very critical level. It's back up to 104. You see, so so you see it, it, it's... Um, it's, uh, it's uh, um, right now touching this trend line. Now, we want to see what happens here. This could either be a perfect retest and then all the way back down, or we could break, break up back above the trend on the Dixie. And if we do break above the trend on the Dixie, then, then we have to reevaluate our, our thesis. Anyway, for now, we enjoy the pump. We respect the pump. We, we participate in the pump. We, we don't create pumps. That's not our style. We don't create pumps. Um, but we respect the pump and any pump. And if you look at everything, everything is green today, or mainly everything is green today. Immutable X is at $1.15. I think this is one of those ones that you got to keep your eye on. And the reason I said to you why I'm looking at Immutable X and I'm saying, look, this is one that you've got to, you've got to respect the pump on. You have to respect the pump is because what you can see is that every time Immutable X goes down, so it's been, you know, if you take it from, from January, every time it goes down, it recovers very, very quickly. Let's look at the at another at another chart. So you can see it goes, it went down to like 84 cents, went back to 121, all the way back down to like 90 cents, back up to 115, all the way back down to 95 cents, back up to 115. It gets bought up really quickly. So to me, if you see this immutable X coming down, um, 
um, I think that Immutable X, Immutable X for me has has good things and bad things. So for, for those of you who don't know what Immutable X is, Immutable is an ETH layer two. It's a ZK rollup ETH layer two. So it plays into the ZK rollup narrative of the ETH layer two, which is a very, very hot narrative at the moment. Um, we're going to talk about that narrative later on in the show today. Then you have, what it does is it's also a, it's, it was specifically originally built for gaming and the founders um, are very much gaming people. So for me, it plays into the gaming narrative, which I think is going to be very, very strong this year. And it plays into the, the ZK narrative, which is very, very, very strong now. The only thing I don't like about Immutable X, and I'm actually going to get Robbie, who's one of the founders of Immutable X, onto our show. Um, the only thing that I don't like about Immutable X is that only 20% of the revenue goes to the token and 80% of the revenue goes to the centralized company, which is like building it. So for me, I'm struggling. I do have a position in Immutable X, but it goes against everything I believe in goes against everything I believe in, in terms of having everything decentralized, having a foundation running everything. So for me, that one, um, I'm, I'm watching. The other one, which the other one, which, which I'm watching is DYDX. You can see that that one is back up at, at $2.80. Um, I was looking at it yesterday and I saw that it was much lower. I think it was around like 240. And I thought to myself, you know, this is a real buy. It was 243 yesterday. And here it is. Here we back up at 280. It was very close to, to $3. This one is one that I'm watching and adding to my bag on the dips show you another one that i'm watching and adding to my bag on the dips is injective protocol so i don't know if we can see injective protocol here let's quickly look at injective protocol in the charts again injective protocol i saw yesterday at three dollars 45 and today i think it's back at three dollars 80 or three okay so it was up at close to four dollars three dollars 88 now it's back at 369.50. This is another one, which is one of those ones that, that bounces very, very, very well. Then, 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 then there is another one here, which I'm watching. And I think you should be watching too. And I'm going to show you in a second why I think you should be watching it. But if you want that one, how many likes do we have, Josh? Okay. So I'll tell you at a thousand likes, I'll tell you which one I'm watching here. It, it could double, I think it could double, maybe even triple. I'll show you why it can even triple, but we need to get to a thousand likes if you want um, if you want to know what that token is. And then I've got, uh, if we get to 2,000 likes on the show, bang, I'll give away this Rolex. No one claimed it yesterday, so it's still here. We can actually give it to you guys again. Um, yeah, a lot of people want to know what the token is. I'm not going to tell you. Just give us 1,000 likes. There's 3,000 if you're watching the show. So smash up the like, and then I'll give you another one. Um, one thing that we are seeing is we've seen this dominance coming down. So, you know, the dominance was at a peak of 44.83%. It came down to 43.01. It's not 43.6%. So what we're seeing in the dominance is that the people want altcoins. The people, the the the, the market is right now very, very, very much an alt-centric market. It's not a um, it's not a a um, Bitcoin market at the moment, and it's not even an ETH market. It's people degening. Okay, so it's people right now that are they degening. They want high risk um, things. It's not only actually in crypto. It's actually if you look at stocks, let me just find you something here with stocks. I did see something here with stocks. Hold on a second. Let me just see, find you the tweet. Um, here we go. So the, you can see there's been a stock resurgence of risk appetite in 2023. High beta stocks have surged past their low volatility counterparts, as you can see in this chart. So people are looking for risk. People want risk. People want risk. Do we, do we have a thousand likes, just or, or not? Okay, 925, you know, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. So the, the token that I'm actually watching is this token over here. 
It's the BitGet token. Now, BitGet is actually one of our sponsors. You know that. They, they're the exchange that we've been speaking to you guys about. But this is not, we're not talking to, about them because they're our sponsors. Here we're talking about it because we really think this token has value. Show you where my thesis is around this token, why I think this token actually may have value. So you go to Coin, CoinGecko and you say, okay, let's look at the fully diluted valuation of BitGet. So the fully diluted valuation of BitGet is under a billion dollars, $927 million, okay? So if you then compare that to like an OKX, so okay, what, what's the OKX token price? And OKX, by the way, is also one of our sponsors. So it's not like we're talking bad about one. They've got a fully diluted valuation of, of $12 billion, okay? And if you look at the fully diluted um, valuation of the KuCoin token, which has been recently, obviously, very, very, very fudded, um, total supply, 144 million. So this is also probably a $12 billion valuation, right? Now, when I look at the BitGet token, and so I look at the, the BitGet token, and I say, okay, hold on a second. Let's just see where the exchange lies when it comes to making money. Now, remember, BitGet is, is a much newer exchange, okay? It's a much, much, much newer exchange. But if I look at, at the volumes between the exchanges, obviously, Binance is the biggest. It's got 60.9% 60, 60 of the derivatives market share by centralized exchange. Then the next one is OKX. Oh, sorry. The next one is Bybit, which has 14.6% of the market share. Then OKX has 138 Then you've got um, BitGet. BitGet has like half of OKX's derivatives trading. Now, exchanges only make money on derivatives. They don't make money on, on, on spot, right? Um, they make money on the derivatives. The spot on most of these exchanges is actually becoming free. Most, I mean, Bybit is free. Binance is free. I think the other ones are also free for spot. So it's not... Um, uh, um, a, sp a spot volume. It, the volume that's actually important is the is the derivatives volume. And if you look at it, people are asking, where can we buy BitGet? Again, I'm not chilling you uh, BitGet. I have bought. I bought some today. You can buy it, of course, on BitGet. So go and open an account. There's a referral link below. Use our referral link. You also stand a chance to win the Rolex and you get up to $50,000 in sign-up bonuses. I'm, I'm being blunt with you. I saw this. I saw that the fully diluted valuation was under a billion dollars. I think given the traction that this exchange is getting, you know, as one of our sponsors, um, I'm saying we bought. And I bought, to be honest, at the current market prices. And I haven't bought my whole order. I've just bought um, a little bit of my order. And I'm going to continue to buy because, again, I think that 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 um, there's very much a derivatives narrative at the moment, centralized and decentralized. And if, if you look at the size of the market and, and you look at the opportunity here, you say, look, this is Binance, OKX, uh, Bybit, and BitGet. They have the the um, the lion's share of the of the volume, and then if you go all the way down and you look at, at that relative to DYDX, they still have a long way to catch up. So this whole narrative of derivatives is playing out, and that's why I've added uh, BitGet to my um, to my portfolio. Another one which which we are obviously looking at is Rose. So you saw that Rose um, Rose is back up at eighty one cents. It has been flying over the last couple of days. Let's quickly go look at, at Rose. It's again, it's a ZK and a privacy narrative all at once. So that's what we got here. So let's just go Rose, USDT, had a fantastic, fantastic, let's go from beginning of Feb, beginning of Feb, it was at 50 cents, now trading at 81 cents. So it's 60% up in Feb because of the privacy and um, the ZK narrative. All right, so that is where we are today. 
the pump needs to be respected a lot of people were sitting on the sidelines and slowly slowly they're getting sucked in to 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 respect the pump so like as i said to you um exactly put yourself on pumpers but as i said to you i saw andrew kang andrew kang yesterday added he he closed his short and went long so that's like if i've ever seen a change of heart you close your shorts and then you go completely long so uh, he did that yesterday also michael barry did that yesterday they are starting to you know michael barry tweeted the word sell today he disclosed he bought over 32 million of chinese stocks bottom line is these guys are starting to always guess respect the pump they're starting to respect the pump they respect the pump you need to respect the pump ladies and gentlemen very 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 important that you respect the pump in stocks and in equity now the reason why i say you need to respect the pump is because i'm taking a rain check of where we are in the market cycle and i'm correlating that rain check against the prices and that's why i've been so bullish recently when everyone has been bearish even in the last um even in the last week or so when people you know when the prices started to come slightly down a lot of people said okay that's the end of this echo bubble this echo this echo pump and then we're going to start coming down now i don't think that's the case and, and i think i want to explain to you why i don't think that that is the case so the reason why i don't think that is the case is because if you look at 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 cycles if you look at bear market cycles bear market cycles are a function of two things right the first thing that they are a function of is bear market cycles are a function of time so when you look at time this is the previous bear market cycles all of them were you know just under 400 days this was the longest bear market cycle over 400 days you can see that okay so so the first thing is from a time point of view the bear market cycle has run its course from a narrative point of view the narrative that this um this uh, uh um was driving this this uh bear market cycle started in november and started to come all the way down and this one was very much an inflation narrative and we know that inflation is is a little bit behind us now we will talk about that in a second but more important than time is what happens in a bear market cycle so in a bull market cycle what you get is you get people who have conviction starting to climb in at, at in the bear market and then as the prices go up what happens is it validates people's conviction so people come here to get rich they see that the prices are going up they invest as they invest the prices continue to go up they think oh my god i'm a genius i'm going to start i'm going to start exiting i'm going to start making so much money i can do this full time and they start believing that they genius traders until we get somewhere near the top when the prices come down what happens is you shake out the weekends again and the the weekends are shaken out all the way down not only by time and prices going down but also by events and so if you look at the previous bear market which was 400 days and you look at the events of more important than the time is actually the events of the bear market now let's look at the events of the previous bear market so here is where the inflation narrative started to kick in okay the fed's going to start tightening and stuff like that then in the crypto market we had luna happen over here now luna is a massive 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 event so you, so here you've got let me get a pen quickly so here you've got luna huge collapse then over here you've got three arrows capital celsius voyager 
BlockFi, another another massive collapse. And then here you've got FTX. Okay, so now you look at all of these things. You say, hold on a second. Not only did time and a massive inflation narrative shake out all the weekends, but specifically in this bear market, hodlers and non-hodlers were completely, completely, completely tested. The lunar pump, the lunar dump, we thought was a black swan event. It was catastrophic. And we thought that whoever didn't get flushed out in the lunar pump is here to stay forever. Then the market tested us again. Celsius, BlockFi, Voyager, all collapsing. Then the market tested us again. And again, what you see is that you know FTX was by far a bigger collapse than, than, um, than Luna and whatever else. And you can see that this is not even a dump. And now what happens is you're starting to get a lot of bad news. I mean, if you think about this, this, this SEC attack on Binance and BUSD, this is a massive attack. This is the SEC coming out in the same week. They're attacking Kraken. On top of attacking Kraken, they're attacking Binance and BUSD. What did the market do? Market did nothing. Market, I mean, look at look at the size of, 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 of this little dump for the, this massive SEC attack against staking. And so what you're seeing is that these bear market cycles are just a transfer of tokens between weak hands and strong hands. And so what happens is you get a transfer of tokens between the weak hands and the strong hands. The weak hands dump whenever there's a panic and they transfer the tokens to the strong hands. And the strong hands don't sell even when there's bad news. And that's why you can identify the end of a bear market cycle and the beginning of a bull market cycle when bad news doesn't move the market anymore. Because when you get to a point when bad news doesn't move the market anymore, what that means is that the weak hands who will be sellers have already transferred all their tokens to the strong hands, which are not sellers. And so as a result, when you start getting bad news, the strong hands are saying, look, yes, we see the bad news. Yes, we see uh, Gary Gensler attacking crypto. But because we are such strong hands, because we understand the fundamentals of this technology, because we understand that by these attacks, the SEC is actually making crypto stronger because we will just abandon the US dollar pairs and go to the Bitcoin pairs. We will abandon the centralized institutions and we will stake our tokens at places like Lido and, and, and the decentralized places. Those strong hands aren't going to sell anymore. So the weak hands are now exhausted. The tokens are now in majority in the strong hands. And it's going to take a hell of a lot for the strong hands to be sellers. And when that happens, then that's when you know that you are in the beginning of a bull market or, or somewhere in a bull market. And that's why I think we're in a bull market. And to be honest, I saw a couple of tweets and I saw one from GCR, a trader who I really, really respect. But he said, if this was still 2022, the headlines from the past week and macro concerns would have completely nuked us. Imagine, imagine we were in 2022 in November and Gary Gensler would have attacked Kraken and BUSD. I mean, Bitcoin would have gone to $12,000, like all the naysayers said. But what is it? He says, people wish to ascribe to recent price action as simply mean reversion from lows. Not quite. Coins have just moved from weaker hands to stronger hands. That's it. So we are now at a point where we are seeing that the people that are holding the tokens are actually the strong hands. 
if you hear, of course, you are part of the strong hands. Um, uh, you're part of the strong hands, and we don't believe this. This we we're not going to sell just because Gary Gensler is attacking crypto because we know better. And he says, I mean, this is a tweet that he made in May 21. Okay, May 21st, 2021. So almost two years ago. It says, when news impacts the price, market participants often fixate on whether it's true or not true. More often than not, the the actual veracity of the headline is immaterial. It's how the market reacts to the news and for how long that turns out to be a lot more informative. How is the market reacting to news now? Well, it's not reacting to bad news and it is reacting to good news. I said that to you in the beginning of the year when Avalanche made the, the Amazon announcement and when Gala made the studio announcement. I said to you, that was my sign in the beginning of this year that we're in for a bull market because the market is responding to good news and responding to good news for quite long. Bad news is flushed out of the system very, 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 very quickly. And so that is, I think I really, really, really agree with the speech when he says it's, it's how the market reacts to news and for how long that turns out to be a lot more informative than the actual news. As I said to you guys before, from a timing point of view, we endured one of the longest, if not the longest bear market out there. But, but, but more than that, this bear market shook out a lot of weak hands that ordinarily, how many times ordinarily in a bear market would you have three black swan events? Terra Luna, black swan event. Collapse of three hours capital, et cetera, black swan event. These guys, uh, FTX collapsing, black swan event. Market does not respond to bad news anymore, which means that the tokens are actually in the hands of, 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 of strong hands. And where we are now is we're simply repeating every other bear market cycle pattern, as you can see. We went down for 300 days or 400 days. Or, I mean, in 17, it was 364 days. In 13, it was 407 days. Our one was 439 days. We've turned the corner. We'll probably have a pump. We'll probably then come down because nothing goes up in a straight line. It happened in both other bear market cycles. But net-net, I think we're starting to follow this pattern over here. And, th and this is the direction in which we're going. So that's what I think. That's where I think the tokens are. I mean, if you're here... Let me know that you're here and you are part of the strong hands. Maybe just say, you know, I'm in, I'm in the strong hands. I'm in the strong hands. I, I am one of the strong hands. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we are still getting the attacks and it does feel to me like the attacks are coordinated, which is, what's the word? It's weird because I don't know if you remember, but when Joe Biden came out and he said he wanted Congress to start regulating crypto, he issued that, that executive order to start regulating crypto. He did say, look, we want the U.S. to start regulating crypto and we want to maintain our leadership position in, in the crypto world. Now, I don't know what happened between then and now. Maybe it was FTX and the fact that a lot of Americans got hurt with the FTX. But I think I agree with, with Tony, Tony from Thinking Crypto. He said, you know, he has a source. I don't believe people have sources, but long story short, he said the attack was green lighted from the top. It's coming from Biden administration. This is why you see the SEC, CFTC, and other agencies targeting crypto companies in parallel. This is why Gary Gensler is so bold and not afraid of the consequences. The negative inf influence on the administration is coming from the following parties. Yellen doesn't like crypto. Gensler wants more power for the SEC. He also doesn't like crypto. The Fed, stablecoins undermine the Fed banking, and they are after their CBDCs. And Gary Gensler wants to be the face of the tech because he wants to build clout in his resume. Uh, and one day get the treasury job. And I think, I, I must say, I think he's actually right here. And these attacks continue. 
the attacks we thought we thought that the attacks were maybe on stable coins right now it looks like the attacks were only on on binance and bnb there were rumors that circle had received a wells notice they came out yesterday and said look we actually haven't received any wells notice so she the, the person who published it eleanor who's she's actually quite good she's a good account um should follow from fox business she said look circle has not received the wells notice um and i truly do apologize for making the mistake so there's no um wells notice on circle what what we do know about circle and usdc is that even though there's a lot of fud their custodian is bny Mellon, which is an amazing big regulated bank blackrock is an investor and manages their reserves visa settles transactions in usdc it's 100 percent backed by cash and securities we know that it's audited by deloitte so I don't know if there's reason for there to be FUD um, in Circle. And I think something even bigger. I think that by over-regulating and regulating by enforcement, the US is making a big mistake. I said it to you guys before. Because what they're doing is, number one, they're forcing more crypto adoption, real Web3 crypto adoption. As I said to you guys yesterday, I think it's if you're surfing today, and you don't have a VPN, I think you're absolutely crazy. You, you, you've lost your mind. Why? Because we know, we know, um, yeah, let's just quickly look, let's just quickly click here. You, you, we know that that um, the US is now subpoenaing, uh, there's a court order in the US to subpoena records from DeFi protocols. Okay, so if you're surfing without a VPN, do me a favor, do yourselves a favor, go and get yourselves a VPN. There's a link here for $4 a month, you can protect your crypto and, and you can surf completely anonymously. That's if you're in the US. Even if you're doing DeFi, just do it because they keep your IP address. And the problem is that, I mean, right now, I, if I was in the US, there's not a chance that I'd be uh, uh, um, uh, exposing my IP address because there's court orders. When the court orders come, the 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 um, the players are going to have to comply with the court orders and they're going to have to give you details. And then, you know, good luck to you. Anyway, in the meantime, while the US is doing this, there are other countries, very rich countries in the world, which are actually adopting crypto so like for one i saw an article today that abu dhabi by the way if you haven't been to dubai or abu dhabi you should go there but they're starting a two billion initiative to back web3 startups they actually saying look you know we want we want you here unlike the us where the us is saying it's all about regulation we want to we want to protect investors we protect investors by not letting them stake and earn between four and 21 percent that's how we protect investors okay we protect investors by not letting them trade derivatives we protect investors by not letting them deposit money into the, it, it. The U.S. says they are protecting investors, but they're not. They're not. They, they are protecting themselves. They are protecting themselves. Anyway, so that's that. Let's quickly touch on yesterday's um, inflation numbers because that's what I told you I thought would, would swing the price of Bitcoin, which, by the way, now is at 21800 Okay, so told you that I think that this narrative would, would swing um the, the inflation narrative would swing yesterday. Why? Because, as I said to you, I think what the market will realize is that even though the year-on-year -year number of inflation, which was 6.4% um, versus 6.5, this doesn't matter. Because in one, two, three, four, five months, all we're going to do is add up all these different monthly inflations, and we're going to come to a number. Right now, for seven months, it's 1.6%. If you annualize it, it becomes 2.7%. And inflation is still going down. So it's probably going to be very, very, very close to 2%. And so as a result, I think that the inflation problem is very much where we're at. It is very much 
we're at a point now where it's like not even a narrative anymore. It's coming down. It's coming down. You see, Gabby, the DJ knows. He, he knew. He, I said to you, when the market just did not process the CPI data like it was supposed to process the CPI data. Anyway, be that as it may, here's where we're at. There are going to be three more rate hikes coming up in the market is pricing in three more rate hikes. One, two, three. Then no more rate hikes for a couple of months. And then maybe, maybe, maybe in December, maybe, maybe, maybe in December, we're going to get a rate cut this year. This is the table that you got to be watching now. What's happening now with inflation is, is very, very, very standard for inflation. We went up and now we're starting to come down and we're tracking the average of five years, major year and years outbursts of inflation. It's exactly the same. The only, there's two areas of concern now when it comes to inflation. The first area of concern when it comes to inflation is rents. Because a big contributor to the inflation numbers yesterday was the shelter. Shelter is, is still going up. Rents are still going up. So this is a, the big problem. This is the one we've got to keep our eyes on. The other concern that I had is, because, is that the DGENs in the United States are starting to, 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 to um, spend their money too quickly. They're starting to feel rich again. They're starting to feel rich again. They, they really are. Um, we had the, the U.S. retail sales numbers. And the retail sales numbers were high. They were 3% in January. With an, they, they increased by 3%. So just listen to this. Um, this is a little bit worrying. Let's go to January retail sales. Probably the other side of the equation to yesterday's inflation data, expecting a headline number up 2%. And surprisingly, it's better. It's up 3%. And this is a pretty good number considering four out of the last six months have had negative signs in front of them. Uh, up 3% is the strongest number that we've had since October, which was the last time we had a positive number, which was... So the retail sales are worrying me. The rentals are worrying me. We're going to keep our eyes on two things. We're going to keep our eyes on sales numbers. We're going to keep our eyes on rentals. And that's pretty much uh, what we're looking at. For now, that's it. For now, for now, that's it. Um, let's talk about Blur. You know that, I mean, you must have, if you're, if you're NFT DGENs, you probably know what's going on with Blur. For those of you who are new and you don't know what Blur is, Blur is this website. Oh yeah, see, this is Blur. Blur. Blur is an NFT, it's an NFT sales platform which competes with OpenSea. So this is like another competitor to OpenSea. There's a couple that are in the running now. So like you've got OpenSea, you've got Blur, you've got Looks, you've got X2Y2. These are the, the leaders in, in, in the NFT narrative. In fact, when you look at, at NFT volume, so this is a, a, a graphic. This purple number over here is, is blur. You see, so, so this bluish number over here is blur. The orange, this orange number over here is OpenSea. And then the looks rare is this, this dark orange. And then, um, this, this, and, then, and then this blue here is X2Y2. So you can see that those are the players that make up the entire market. You can see that there's a lot of that blur purple. Now, don't be fooled by that because a lot of that is just people going for the airdrops, right? So it's just people chasing the airdrops. But Blur is a great platform. I've used it. It's a great platform. Um, in fact, it is one of the better platforms. And what they've done now is they've done an airdrop. I want to just show you how big this airdrop was. So this airdrop actually could be one of the reasons why the market's actually running, believe it or not. And the reason why I say that is because today they gave out 360 million tokens for free. So they literally created 360 million tokens. Take the price of Blur at the moment, which is 80 cents. That's $300 million, 80 cents. So it's 
$300 million of money came into the market. Now, that $300 million of, of money was given to people in, in airdrops, free money. And some of them are going to cash it out and use that money to buy other tokens. Some of them are going to be are going to hold it. Now, the numbers were, were quite staggering. Like the largest Blur airdrop farmer received 3.2 million Blur, which is about to, now probably about $2.5 million worth of, of Blur. Um, um, this is the, the, the tokenomics, the token allocation. So 51% goes to the community. One, so 2% goes to advisors. Investors get 18.8%. Contributors get 29%. Um, you can see that the top 20 airdrop recipients, these are the top 20 airdrop recipients. And this is the, the dollar value of, of, of what they got. People got a lot of money. So Blur gave people a lot of money. Now, the question is, do we think that this Blur pump is over, going to continue? Well, what you can see is you can only track other airdrops in the past. And usually what they do is they have this U-shape. So this U-shape is, you know, you get this like huge pump. By the way, Blur went up to $8, goes all the way down, hovers here, and then usually gets some kind of pump. So if Blur is to follow Aptos and follow the normal airdrop um, things, people get their airdrop, sell, 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 sell. The sellers get exhausted. The, the hodlers, people like this guy over here says, I'm not dumping my Blur like everyone seems to be. The airdrop was more valuable than people assumed. Ain't no way people are going to stop bidding, listing on Blur, considering they've just announced two times rewards until March the 14th. This will put open scene to the ground. So you can see what they're saying is um, this is a good time to be buying. Truth is, I would be taking a small position here because I think that it that it it um uh it's going to follow the normal the normal airdrop um pattern. So imagine you received free blur tokens, you see the price go from eight dollars to eighty cents, you dump your tokens, dump, 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 dump. Once all the dumpers get tired of taking dumps, then not taking dumps, dumping their tokens. Um, not taking dumps. Taking dumps is very bad. Um, then the price actually starts to go up and the market makers actually start coming in. And what, what we also know is that Blur is now raising at a valuation of about a billion dollars. They're out in the market today um, raising. So I think it's this is one that you should keep your eyes on. I think this is one you should keep your eyes on. Also, what is super interesting is if you look at the Ethereum um, burn because of Blur, look at the Ethereum burn we're actually very 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 much in deflationary territory now very much in deflationary territory because the more people use um blur the more the more people cashed in their airdrops and got the airdrops people are laughing at the dump yeah i mean yeah yeah sometimes yeah i do get pumped sometimes when i dump it's, it's i do it's, it's, it, sometimes i've been dump you know i've been on the dump and i've seen a, a bitcoin pump i know um this is a this is a, a, a family show. It's a family show. Let's keep it as a family show. A um, couple of other things. So first of all, the GBTC discount is back at 47.35%. Um, I think that this is cheap again. I think that this is cheap again. I think at some point it'll turn. So one to keep your eyes on, I think. I think let's keep your eyes on it. And if you want to be buying Bitcoin at a 47% discount, this is probably one of the good entries, as long as you're going to hold it for a long time. The other one is Silvergate Bank. Now we've we've spoken about Silvergate Bank. We spoke about it at twenty three dollars. It went all the way down. It's not eighteen dollars sixty. Um, this bank is being investigated for their role in um, with the Sam Bankman-Fried FTX saga. But also, we're starting to find out every day that they got better and better shareholders. Like the one shareholder is um, Ken Griffin, his hedge fund. They own seven point two percent of the bank. 
BlackRock also own a massive portion of that bank. Um, in fact, I had a whole list of the shareholders. So here we go. Uh, Brendan Bloomer and EOS, around 10%, um, about around 17%. Citadel, 5%. BlackRock, 9%. Charlie from Curve, 2%. State Street own 8%. So this is like, it's got very good shareholders. And I think, to be honest, it's been hit pretty hard. So, I mean, I don't know, if you buy, if you buy shares, that's probably a good one. Um, there are two narratives also which are pumping at the moment, which we can see. The first narrative is, is ZK. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll do a show on the ZK narrative. We'll talk about things like, you know, A0. We'll talk about Rose, Oasis Protocol. We'll talk about Mina Protocol. We'll talk about all of those. But right now, this is the hottest narrative. And I think mainly because of Matic and the fact that Matic is launching their ZK EVM on the 27th of March. So that's one we should be looking at. The other narrative that's pumping is these decentralized exchanges on Arbitrum. So it looks like this narrative continues. If you look at GMX and GNS, let's quickly look at the, at the prices. Um, huge, 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 huge. This de BitGet, this decentralized um, derivative 70s, like, this is respect. I mean, you got to respect the pump. Yeah, respect the pump. Respect, respect, respect the pump. GMX is not $77. Yesterday, it was trading as high as $80. Same thing with GNS. I think GNS also is, is hitting these all-time highs. Let's quickly look. Yeah, it's seven thirty-three. High was nine dollars, but it was, just, it was just a wick. Okay, let's see what else. Listen, um, oh, the, another one is Vela Protocol. There's all these Arbitrum, um, all these Arbitrum exchanges, all these Arbitrum exchanges. Okay, listen. So, um, I think for today, what I think the one that I'm looking at, as I said to you, is Bitget. And again, I, I have to full disclosure. You know, there are there are our uh, sponsors, but for me, um. I think this is one that I'm looking at. I am looking at it. I am looking at it. Remember that if you haven't got a VPN, get a VPN. Very important that you get a VPN. If you haven't got an account on Deribit, get an account on Deribit. Tomorrow, we are doing options again. Tomorrow, you must respect the class for options. Everyone must be present to learn how to use options. So go and open an account. You don't even have to put money into it. because So you go to here and you go to Deribit. You open an exchange account here on Deribit. Tomorrow, we're starting to do options again. Options are the easiest way to get leverage. Really, really, really easy to get leverage uh, for very cheap. I, I want to just show you something, which is something like really, really, really cool. So if you buy a, a position, let's just say you take a $1,000 position in, in Bitcoin, okay? And your entry price is today's entry price. And Bitcoin goes to, say, at the end of the year, $50,000, okay? So let's go, Bitcoin goes to $50,000 at the end of the year. You, let me just show you how much you would be making. Okay, so, um, okay, so if you if you take a thousand dollar position, and you enter at twenty two thousand seven hundred twenty six, and the exit price is fifty thousand. Okay, so, uh, um, hold on, why is this not working? Let's have a look here. Okay, so if you exit, hold on, let's refresh this. It should. So if you take, let's say we take a twenty thousand dollar position here. Yeah? And we enter the price at today's price and we exit at the end of the year at $50,000. Let's look at what your, your net profit and loss will be $23,000. Um, but you're only, gonna, you're only gonna be investing, you know, tomorrow we'll go through this. I'll actually build the calculator for you um, and you'll see, but it's the easiest way, easiest, easiest, easiest way to, to leverage without getting wrecked is actually to use the options. So yeah, do we have 2000 likes? Can I give away a Rolex? I really need to give away a Rolex by the end of 
Wow, well, 1.5. That's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Let's, I'm gonna look at the research group and just see if anything's dropped in the last couple of minutes. Very little happening. Let's look at the markets. 22,730. Let's look at the bubbles to see that nothing's changed. No, nothing's changed on the markets. Okay, so let us, let us, let us, let us, let us. Um, <laughs> Bitcoin, I see there's an article on, on TradingView. It says Bitcoin, Ethereum might gain a might gain hundred billion dollars of inflows if this happens. YouTuber and Noina. <laughs> That's one of the headlines. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right, listen, so we don't have 2,000 likes, right? All right, so then we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, guys, trade well, have fun, look after yourselves.